So hi, everyone. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Together with Jigsaw Learning. As part of our regular ongoing um, series that we're doing, uh, we know that it's definitely taking a shift in the focus as a result of the current reality that we're all living in. And so I have with us today Curtis Hewson, lead learner and co-founder of Jigsaw Learning. Um, and he's going to talk a little bit today about planning for intentional connectedness. So Curtis, you recently wrote a blog post about planning for intentional connectedness through mm -hmm. layering meetings. Yeah. As part of the Jigsaw Learning team, we have engaged in online connection for many reasons, one of them being geographical location. So what intentionality was considered in planning for these connections? Um, so long before a, a pandemic was even a reality for us, it's something we've been doing as a team uh, for quite a while is knowing that due to the separation and, and the type of work that we do, we need connectedness uh, between our team and understanding that there needs to be different types of connectedness that each serve different purposes. So really, we've, we've tried to imagine all the different ways that we would need to be able to connect with the team and that each way has a different purpose. So that's really what I wanted to write about and share some of the things that we've learned uh, through doing this that may be helpful for those that have been just thrown into this new reality and, and trying to deal with what it means to be able to connect with students, with staff, or, or maybe even with uh, schools from a systems level. So I, I guess I'll go a little bit into those different layers. The first one is understanding that um, just putting out a message to your team is important. It doesn't need to be an interactive, just being able to put out that. Uh, we, we use it in our team as a weekly message. And really, it's that chance to celebrate, give an update on things that are happening, trying to keep it nice and uh, short and sweet. But the fact that people see you and you can communicate some of the message, keep uh, relaying the focus or the values that uh, you're attending to, uh, that's an important component so that people can see you. Then we try to infuse uh, a team meeting. Uh, we used to do these once a month. We now do them every week. We've ramped them up due to the constantly changing nature of what's happening right now. For those, we have an express or an explicit agenda that we'll be following. But we want to make sure in the layering that we're not replicating anything across layers. We're not going to put out the video message and then talk about it again in this meeting. So in this meeting, it's usually... Uh, a, a few different focuses. We want to check in with everyone so everyone can see one another and always end with, so what are the tasks that we're taking away? What are those actions that will determine and go forth from there? Then another layer that we put in place is as lead learners, we each have individual team members that we're responsible and every week we connect, focus specifically on their individual work plan. Um, but that constant connection Prior to this, we would still do it every week, but it might be in shorter installments. It might be a 15, 20, 30-minute connection, where now it's sometimes taking 45 minutes, hour, uh, to be able to just lay out what is it that you're doing, what support do you need, and again, builds that, that value and connectedness uh, for our team. And then we also build out small groups so that if there's teams working on specific projects, they come together uh, to meet. And then also we try and set up that for any of the tasks that we're attending to, that we do them in tandems so that it requires two people to be connecting um, outside of the leadership. That our leadership team also meets once a week, uh, early in the week to kind of lay out 
what is our message for this week? What's our focus as well? So each one of those layers has a different purpose, but when you weave it all together, it brings such such intentional connectedness is, is what we like to refer to it as across an entire organization or across an entire classroom. With all of these different kinds of meetings, how are you keeping track of who's doing what by when and so on so that yeah. things are being accomplished? Yeah, so we uh, utilize uh, some common Google Docs that uh, are accessible by any one of our team. So we have ongoing Google Docs. We use color coding to show when things are accomplished. Uh, for one of our teams, we use the WeCollab software to track what it is that we're doing and the actions that are being put in place. All of those documents people have uh, collected together. And actually, we've developed a COVID support plan right now, which is a master document that identifies what are our goals that we're attending to right now, and then what are we doing in relation to it. So just making it really clear, really accessible, and we always keep coming back to them. So as you look out to our colleagues that are out in schools and in the field, how do you see this applying to classroom teachers and school leaders? So maybe I'll, I'll tackle the classroom teacher side first. If uh, I was in that role, again, I think it's understanding that I can't do it all and I can't do it in the same way for every student. So again, trying to understand what's my key message to put out there. The, the quick, allow the students to be able to see me, um, to show that that calm and that happiness for them. But just that quick message to say, this week, here's our focus. This is what it's looking like. Um, to establish then that time where a larger group could come together with an express purpose of what we're doing, again, so that individuals can see one another. Um, but knowing that our current reality, it's not likely you're going to be able to get all students into that space due to any number of reasons in regards to tech availability, Wi-Fi, anything like that. So then I know that I would need individual uh, connects in. But I think one of the things I would also do, depending on uh, the age of the students, is try and set up some learning activities that have students needing to connect with one another, whether it's they need to text, they need to phone, they need to do something together just to continue to ensure that connectedness and I think it's so important that relationships right now that are key for us as a school leader same thing key message that can go out this is our focus um, this is what we're looking at this week a chance to bring everyone together to check in and then being able to as a leadership team determine who's the person that's checking in with each to check in with teams and then also some individual check-ins but to be really strategic on how we lay those out. So on our Jigsaw Learning Team, we have a shared calendar where it can show when do all of these pieces um, happen to keep us organized. So I've heard both you and Lorna speak to the idea of layering meetings as part of collaborative response. How would you see the connection between collaborative response team meeting layering and the team meeting layering that we're talking about during this current reality? I think in concept, the same concept or the same big idea applies is understanding that we have different ways of coming together in teams, but each one has a different purpose. So when we talk about layering in a collaborative response uh, approach, we have collaborative team meetings, we have school support team meetings, we have case consults, 
And we also have collaborative planning. Each one of those looks different and serves a different purpose. There's a different conversation happening in each one. But through it, you create, a, again, a, a thick weaving of uh, structures and processes that in that case ensures students can't fall through the cracks. In this case, we're doing the same thing. We're building different types of connectedness, different ways that we come together, but that each one has its own purpose and function uh, for it so that, again, it can be manageable. If I tried to do all of that work in whole group meetings, um, we'd exhaust everybody within the organization. So I guess that's one of the questions that exists out there is, you know, how do you ensure everyone's engaged during an online team meeting? And, and by having that purposeful focus and breaking it down into this is the focus, this is why we're all together. And then this is the mm -hmm. focus, this is why the two or three of us are together. I guess that would really help answer that question. Absolutely. And to be able to allow yourself to say, this week, let's just focus on this. This is a time where we want to really narrow what it is that we're trying to accomplish, not, not expand. Whether it's one, two, three, three things that we're going to try to, to do this week. So in the chaos that is the current reality, how would you respond to leaders who are saying, I just don't have time to intentionally plan for this connection? Uh, I think the response back um, requires a bit of a paradigm shift of when it gets this crazy, you need to amplify your structures and processes, uh, not abandon them. Um, so like I said, we went from a monthly meeting uh, that would be a one day a month down to a weekly meeting that's anywhere from an hour to two hours. Um, decreased the amount of time, but amplified the intensity. In discussion with a principal yesterday that talked about moving from a meeting that was going on every few weeks to now every day they have a, a check-in for themselves. I am a big believer that in these types of times, you need to be bringing people together more because we're, we'll accomplish way more together with some strategic planning than trying to just put out every fire that's going and feeling like we're running uh, all the time. It, again, the, the structures and processes from a leadership perspective or as a classroom teacher is so important. And this is the time when you increase the frequency, not, not abandon. As part of the Jigsaw Learning team, I can say that I have felt incredibly productive in the last couple of weeks um, connecting with our team more, but again, more purposefully in that, okay, we're going to meet for this one hour or two hours and we're going to make this happen. Okay, we're going to yeah. meet tomorrow and make this happen. And I'm so glad that's, that's, that's happening for you. <laughs> and and as someone who whose role really is working from home, this ongoing connection has been fantastic just in making sure that the people that I'm working with and working for are doing okay and feeling that same way about them connecting with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. So for that leader who is looking at focusing on intentionally layering their meetings, what would be your top three pieces of advice? I think the first thing would be to just maintain calm. Um, I know there's lots going on right now, but uh, for students, if they see their, their teacher stress frazzled, that's going to perpetuate out. For teachers, if they see their leaders, if school leaders see their district leaders looking and feeling frantic um it it's not going to help anyone's uh well-being for it so it's kind of like that uh that duck that's just smoothly along the water your your legs might be going like crazy but it's important to communicate or to show that out and around that show i think 
increasing your presence as a leader or as a classroom teacher. And what I mean by presence is that quick note that just says, hey, everyone, you're doing a great job. The the note that might have been an email before where now it's it's a video so people can see your face. Um, for a classroom teacher, the quick check-in uh, with a text of, hey, thinking about you today, let me know what you thought of this assignment. Any way that we can increase the presence, the worst thing that can happen at this time is when people feel like they just haven't seen their teachers, their leaders through this. And then I think something already discussed and that we've really tried to practice is narrow in your focus. Um, Just if there's some things that we could focus in on and do really well right now, what would they be in? and narrow as as best as we can and realize that we're all learning through this process and 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 it's okay not to be perfect through it we we get through together it's going to be organic and ongoing for sure as in the coming days weeks and months as this continues so we need to give ourselves permission to be a learner and yeah. not always be the expert so absolutely I just want to say that Man, everyone is doing the absolute best that they can right now. And my hats go off to to the families, to the teachers, to the system leaders, to the school leaders, everyone that's learning in this new reality. Thank you for the incredible work you're doing on every level. Thank you very much, Curtis, for taking the time to intentionally connect with us for this purpose today. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you again. Okay. Thanks so much, Jen.